0: Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008.
1: James Myberg is the editor of Politics Web, South Africa's leading politics website. It is read by editors, journalists, politicians, and government officials from across the political spectrum. Two weeks back, he published an article, Hitlerism Returns to The Hague, in which he scrutinizes South Africa's decision to take Israel to The Hague. James, welcome, and thank you so much for joining me.
0: Thanks for the invitation, Cherise.
1: James, your article starts off by saying on Thursday, the 11th of January, the world was treated to a once unimaginable spectacle. At the uh, ICJ in the Hague, a top legal team acting on behalf of South Africans' government charged Israel for committing genocide. Okay. What made you write the article?
0: Well, I I suppose... I, I mean, obviously, I was I was watching the South African presentation to the Hague, and and obviously, it's it's all about you know, does Israel have genocidal intent, and you know, if if, if you know his, you sort of my 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 basic understanding of history, of course, is that. Um, a lot of the propaganda against the Jews during the Holocaust w- w- was the claim that they themselves w- were trying to exterminate the Germans. And so, you know, immediately that sort of allegation goes into a very sort of disturbing space. And then the second thing was that they then, the South African um, the the South African legal team then cites a a biblical quotation. And that's that they take a a comment from from Netanyahu um, that he, from a statement he made um, twice to the the Israel Defense Defense Forces, where he says, remember what Amalek has done to you. And then these uh, South Africans then say, said in their submission, in the written submission and the verbal submission to the court, that this is, is, this is um, a reference to a command by God to Saul um, for the destruction of the Amalek. And then they quote um, Samuel 15, verse 3, which goes, put to death men and women, children and infants, cattle and sheep, camels and donkeys. And so uh, the, the, I suppose the initial thing was, you know, you, one has to check references and what was the actual reference there and from my research, and then I saw that Joel Pollock on, on Breitbart had made the same point, that, that they're misreferencing it, that what Netanyahu was talking about was, it was a quote from, from Deuteronomy. Um, and that they're misattributing mis- it to another section of the Bible. So that was the, those were the, the sort of two initial um, things that weren't ringing true. And then in that context, I sort of wondered, well, you know, this is the sort of thing that the Nazis and their propaganda would likely have um, also invoked. So to check that, I then went and um, did some, there various online databases, you can see it. And, and, and I could see that in, in, the, in the Nazi propaganda of, of the 40s, they, they, were using, they were mentioning the Amalek quite a lot. So, so that, that then said, well, okay, there's there's obviously something to follow here. So that's how the the, the, the that article got started.
1: James, when South Africa announced that it was taking it, the Jewish Board of Deputies called it an inversion of the truth, and commented that it was anti-Semitic. The anti-Semitism part wasn't picked up by our media. Do you think it was anti-Semitic of our government to take the case, based on your article?
0: I, I well, I think it's very, very, very dangerous um, that I mean as, as I mentioned and, and you can go and you, you can read the, what you know Hitler himself is saying during the Holocaust is is this hammering the Jews, accusing them of geno well the word genocide didn't exist at the time, but uh, um, the German equivalent. Um, against against the against the Germans against the Aryans and saying well they want to destroy they want to exterminate us so we they will be the ones who end up exterminated so just on its own it is very very dangerous um, rhetoric I don't think the the world media picked up quite <laughs> how poisonous it potentially is and then South Africa is obviously a deeply. <clears throat> Aligned sort of ideologically and with with Hamas, and with Iran on this, so so they are then pushing propaganda of the most um, dangerous kind, essentially in the interests of two two entities that that do want to totally see the annihilation of the Jewish state in Israel. So it is yeah. very very dangerous stuff, and then then the, the, the basis on that is, is then itself, um, which is the point of, that my article eventually gets to, is, is in itself deep, deeply poisonous and, and has a deeply poisonous history.
1: James, if there was propaganda in terms of pushing the case, what is your take of how South Africa, the, the, the ruling of the ICJ um, has been interpreted and, and portrayed in our media?
0: I, I'm not a legal expert, but but what I've been advised and what I've also seen, you know, written in the the journals is that it's actually a very careful judgment. It does not make a um, does not make a a, a ruling on it doesn't doesn't say infer that there's any proof of genocide at all. I suppose what they were trying to do is what they were doing was trying to make an order of the court. Um, saying that you know Israel has made these commitments and and and, and now they must uh, must hold to them. Um, but they, they denied um, South Africa and Hamas what they really wanted, which was to um, to, to to have an order to stop the to, to, to stop the the, 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 the IDF campaign completely. Um, but the, the the danger of the judgment. Is that it? Then left the door open um, for this propaganda to continue to say now that you know that, that there's now a plausible case of genocide, and so that's that, that, that's the sort of gap that these um, that obviously the ANC and other people have, have pushed very heavily, but apparently it's it's not there in, in in the judgment itself. There's not actually a basis for claiming that.
1: In other words, we're fighting a propaganda war here. And, yes. and and that's what the government is doing. It's not actually going on facts or law. It's just going on propaganda. And it doesn't really matter what The Hague would have said. They would have spun it to ensure that they are winning. I mean, words such as seismic judgment, um, basically, it's just about that. How, um, Again, how mainstream media is covering it, are you satisfied?
0: Well, they—I mean, they—they they must answer to how, how they cover it. I think I—I—I um, I, I don't think they—they they are quite cognizant of how dangerous a false genocide or genocidal intent charge is. It's—it's—it's um, it's, it's loosely thrown about, and it—it gets—and it, it, gets, it did—it—it—it it, it was. The, the the whole basis of that Nazi propaganda during the Holocaust was that the Jews had genocidal intent, and therefore we must exterminate them first. So this this cheap way, this these allegations are getting thrown on on the basis of very flimsy evidence against the Jewish people of Israel. I think that that is what is so, is so disturbing, and you know, the, our journalists, the, well, the, those particular journalists are, are so sort of so self-conscious of their self-righteousness, they're missing the, the perils of what they are actually going along with, and going along with on behalf of very bad actors, because South Africa, the, the ANC and Hamas have very close relationships. So it is propaganda that can be used can actually be used for genocidal purposes by an actor who, who who does have actually genocidal motives. So I think it it it, it I, I think that the they I think the journalists are are quite clueless about what is actually at stake here and what the implications are of what both the South African government is doing and what they are doing by advancing this kind of propaganda.
1: James, I know your article spread through the Jewish community and beyond. What was it? What was the response to you from perhaps non, non-Jewish members of the community?
0: I, I think it, it got a very, a, a very uh, sort of positive response from sort of liberal-minded South Africans. Um, I haven't heard that, you know, there hasn't been a, a, a sort of critical response yet, but I'd be, I'd be very interested to, to receive one. Um, yeah, so I, I'm not, you know, one, one writes these things and, and one, one doesn't really have a clear idea of, you know, what effect they have. So that, that's sort of where, where I stand.
1: Did you get, just last question, did you get more uh, responses from the community than you would normally do? Or, I mean, did it elicit more responses than other articles on Politics Web?
0: Uh, no, I sort of, I, It's just, no, 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 not, not particularly, but I, I, I mean, on social media, I saw that it got some, you know, positive referrals, but I, I haven't had direct feedback um, mm. beyond my, so my my own circle and the people I know and correspond with
1: it can be lonely writing, James, can't it? You can kind of expect feedback. But I can tell you now from the Jewish community, as I said, it went literally round, round the world. Um, James, that article is available on politics web. Should anybody want to see it, is that correct?
0: Yes. Okay. And, and, and it's free access, it's free access.
1: Free access. So it's politicsweb.co.za. Um, James Meyerberg, just search and you'll find the article. James, thank you so much for joining me and sharing that with me. Thanks, Cherise. That was James Myberg, editor of the online platform Politics Web.